take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from butler bullying bugle bop to Frank's dying asshole. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Phil, with me is Frank, Yo. Mike, Yo. and Sam. Mm, howdy. And we are here to talk to you about all of the metal and hardcore that we've dug up from Bandcamp. Indubitably. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Yeah, remind everyone before we get started that you can head over to fthepit.com, patreon.com slash from the pit. And Mike, I believe you're starting us. Yeah, yeah. This is actually a recommendation from Joe Hardcore. And he, he, in, in more or less words, said if you're not listening to this, you are stupid. So, uh, Tom? question does does an ambulance just wait outside of every show or do they just set up like a tent and do like a triage on the spot type yeah just saw you know, off arms where they need to i don't i don't think they bother because i think everyone just dies <laughs> i fucking my headphones could barely handle those bass drops oh my god which is crazy yeah, though i i was about to say i'm Pretty sure I blew out at least one of my headphones just a little bit with those bass drops. Holy fuck! Yeah, which is crazy. That, that was like that was like yeah, that was good. like the lo- the lowest of the low end. Holy fuck! Insane, yo! I hope to God that means he's trying to book him this summer. Yeah, yeah, because it oh, was God. kind of couched in like a comment on bringing out uh, like international hardcore bands, and uh, you know I have to agree with him. Like this, this is just like stream of consciousness brutality like i mean they did that turn on a dime at the end and just flowed into like a completely different part but it all works together yeah yeah that's the i mean you want you want an example of how to write a good transition that's that's the way to do it right there and yeah man if oh god if joe could get these guys out for this is hardcore next year that would just be a fucking treat i get the feeling the pits for this are just fucking insane Oh, yeah. hell yeah. <clears throat> so uh, these are uh, Queen Slap and UK Boys. This was released. <laughs> bless you. Thank you. This was released in June this year. And that track was Northern Hate from Street Soldier off of Northern Hate. 
Now you can check that out at streetsoldier.bandcamp.com. It's a nice little oh, uh, I, three track. I, I would fucking wish listed that shit right away. Mm. And uh, next up, we've, we've got a recommendation from our boy Fred of Sledgehammer News Job. He's in another oh. band him called Massive Assault. And it's not the one you're thinking of that does that like Black Diamond song or whatever. That's it's not EDM. It's a uh, well. Let's listen to it. Are you talking? Are you talking about Massive Attack? I am. Let's listen to that track. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> I'm just kind of in love with the album cover. Yep. Yeah, you you and me both. Yep. Yeah, really. <laughs> like, you, you. <laughs> These guys talk look great. <sighs> yeah. Talk talk about talk about a memorable cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, um so shit. Unholy Trinity Madness, and that was that track of the same name. And uh, again, Massive Assault from the Netherlands. When did that come where out? Where can we find them? That came out in November. Oh, no, so where? pretty recently. Uh, what? That, oh, uh, Frank was asking when. Uh, it oh. You can find it at massiveassault.bandcamp.com. Oh. Yes, sir. The, this is the problem with me barely being able to hear Frank for most of the show. Yeah, deal with I, it. I, I accidentally talked... Well, I feel like you're the one who has to deal with it more because I always end up inadvertently talking over you. And I mean, I don't care about mm. that, but you know, you might. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying it doesn't affect me. I don't give a fuck. But yeah. uh, that brings us to me, doesn't it? Yes, sir. Oh man, I'm excited about the shit I got this week. Like legit excited. I love having these are like my favorite episodes where I'm just like stoked. Like God, I can't fucking wait for the next episode. So you know what? I'm going to let the first one speak for itself, Tom.
Sam, you're kind yeah. of turning into the official black metal guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> no, it's just like for the last for the last two or three months, I've been finding what what little good black metal has been coming out. I've been finding all of it in just like one one lump of time. It's all been dropped into my lap, and I'm just like, fuck, this is really fucking up my top ten. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just it, making it harder and fucking harder. This is really interesting. Yeah, it is. Super and by the way, it's a f- fuck. There we go again. Um, <laughs> God damn. Like, uh, the, it's hard to, it's hard to fit the, the whole feel of this album into one clip. It was really hard to pick one for this, for this particular episode, because man, it's just so interesting. It's such a creative it's just such a creative slab of black metal, and that happens so rarely that when it does, it makes it really, really difficult for me to describe it all in one sitting. But Mephitis, uh, 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 I don't entirely know how it's pronounced, uh, are actually a couple of uh, semi, semi-local boys to where I live. Uh, they're from Oakland, California, which is not all that far from where I used to live when I was there. Uh, and man... <sighs> This took me completely by surprise because whenever people link me black metal, like nine times out of ten, I think it's fucking horrible. But I mean, I'll I'll, I'll always be nice and say things like, you know, I'm not really feeling it, but you know, hey, thanks for the wreck. And in the back of my mind, I'm just like, God, that's fucking awful. But as soon as my friend sent this to me, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this 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 is written by people who actually give a shit about black metal. These are like these are people who have not only just want to keep the atmosphere that black metal is known for, but also want to do something new and kind of interesting with it. And it accomplishes that fairly effectively, I think. Uh, this entire album called Ember Dawn is absolutely one of the best black metal releases I would argue of 2019. And you know what? It's teetering on the edge of being in my top ten. That's that's how far along it's come for me. And by the way, the uh, the cover is slightly reminiscent of Demolix Nespeth cover, so that also kind of scores a point. Scores a points with me. So, man, I'm begging, I'm begging you guys, all of you, right now, go over true, go over to the true Mephit, uh, Mephitis. It's spelled M E F I T I S. The true Mephitis Pick up the Emberdon album. It is so fucking good. Absolutely love it. I mean. It's like it's up there with the new Samoth for me. It's tie. It's almost tied with the new Samoth for best black metal release of the year. Huh. And you know that's all I'm going to say about it because I want this album. I want to say as little about it as possible, besides what I just have because I want you to get the full effect of it. So go over to Bandcamp, check it out. You can order a CD for ten bucks, plus like a couple bucks shipping. I'm begging you, go go check it out. It's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that's all for that one. I actually got a twofer for you today, and you know what? I hate to say it, but I've also kind of gotten to the point where a lot of the death metal recommendations I get usually don't impress me all that much because a lot of them just they just end up being like you know incantation worship or you know fucking entombed worship. You know neither of which I have a whole interest in hearing anymore, but. Friend of the show, uh, I believe it was uh, friend of the show, Jake, sent me this a while ago, uh, probably three or four days ago. And I think I've listened to it probably nine times, this entire two-track demo. This, this to me, is like tied for my most anticipated, my most anticipated full length uh, with like Desolation Realm. And you know what, Tom, just go ahead and play it.
want more of that last section. <clears throat> yeah. I like the I like the gallop in the first section. Mm. See, I don't. I, I've said it before. I don't ask a whole lot of death metal as a whole, but one thing I do ask in particular that I don't get as much of, nearly as much of as I think I should, is I want I want death metal where things actually happen. I want curveballs. I want interesting structures. I want you to play with a little, like play with the formula. You don't have to just try to rip off Entombed or Incantation. Just stop doing that. Every band out there, stop doing that right now. You know that's do, a... or if or if you're gonna do it, make it more interesting. And you know what? Mourned, Mourned did it. They took the death metal formula and they're actually like kind of putting their own little spin on it. They're keeping. They're keeping the roots alive, but they're kind of twisting it into their own little creation, and that's what I love about it. Sorry, Phil, go ahead. No, 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 you're good. Um, but that's a really good way to put... I mean, a light bulb went off in my head when you said exactly the phrase uh, death metal where something happens. It, it's been a genre that, like, you know, I fell in love with early into getting into metal and then kind of neglected uh, after sort of that initial phase because of exactly that like you know it's it's just audio fatigue after a while mm -hmm. like fuck this really all sounds the same um and no that's yeah. what th that's exactly it like this fucking had my attention the entire goddamn time and by the way it gets it gets even more interesting uh this is a five this is an over five minute track we just listened to two minutes of it and Again, it was another example of finding it's a two track demo and I had a hard time finding a clip to put in because I'm like, mm -hmm. this shit just gets so fucking strange at points. I'm just like, how do I encompass the feel of this band with what I have? Because in a way it's long, but it's also too short because like I said, this is only two tracks and although they both do come out to uh, over 10 minutes, which is, you know, pretty impressive for two tracks. Uh, but man, it's just also the opening line in this track for some reason gets me. And it's those who claim the lesser of two evils are one in the same. I don't know why that that lyric kind of just got to me. And again, I just I just want to beg people right now. Go to mourned as in morning in morning mourned ma.bandcamp.com that track was called blue ruin and it's just when i saw the cover and the logo for this i'm like okay like this is just going to be more of the same I'm, not, I'm like oh okay all right you got my attention they got my attention and by the way frank go buy the cassette uh, i probably will don't you worry good seven dollars go buy it you have no excuse that good <laughs> yeah man okay uh no it's just like i said i was excited for these bringings because you know i need shit that intrigues me like it doesn't for a lot of people i think that that equates to technicality it doesn't sure. equate to technicality yeah a lot of people when they say like oh i like interesting metal that makes me think they're usually just talking about like tech death or yeah. prog rock I'm like you know okay if that's your thing but you know i like for me for me i need things that that stick to the roots of what death metal is but that also kind of play with the formula and kind of twist and mold it into things that keep my attention right yeah it's it's gotta it's gotta have the foundation but it also has to be trying at least trying to branch out and do something new even if it doesn't quite work, I can at least appreciate effort. That's all I'm saying. And that, honestly, that's my entire philosophy right there. Or, you know what? Hey, sometimes just ignorant, just ignorant caveman riffs can be okay too. <laughs> Depends on what I'm in the mood for. But yeah, Mourned and Methodist, like they, they caught me immediately and I'm fucking stoked that I got to bring them in. All right. I've taken up way too much time. So let's move on. <laughs> that, that brings it on to me. I yeah, I see exactly immediately why you chose the track that you did. Oh yeah. Um so oh boy. This, this is uh this is a recommendation from Donnie. 
little uh, little act known going by the name of uh, Rank and Vile. That's a great fucking name. <laughs> yes, it, it is. is. Um, God, I wish I'd thought of that so much. So, they have released an album last month called Redis- Redistribution of Flesh. And we're going to listen to a little bit of the song Killdozer. Tom. I was like, the best way I can describe this is it's like crusty death metal with like solid groove to it. Yeah, real grindy. Yeah. This this reminds me that I need to get back into that uh that kind of crusty death metal band from Portland called Vastation, if anyone remembers them. So, Fuck this oh, these bands would make a killer split. I hope that so, happens. So uh funny uh bit of info. These guys are from Portland. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm checking that out. I like that. By the way, uh, good song choice. Yeah. Good, good, good fucking song. You know what? I actually have a couple of Killdozer stickers on my guitar case. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, yeah. they, they've got a down-tempo label. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Death Grind, down-tempo. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's eight tracks of a whole lot of fun. <laughs> no shit. There is something, and I mean, I've seen some really gross things on album covers oh this is but something about this just really turns my fucking stomach (laughs) yeah it's it's disgusting the spaghetti it's like this the cover is like what i feel that uh cattle decapitation have always been going for but never quite achieved this is that that's this is them yeah this is this is this band achieving that effect yeah I, yeah, that's a good way to put it. You're right, Phil. This is fucking gross, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so about the dude just scooping it up and eating it. Oh, uh. Yeah, but let's not let's not tell him what exactly this image is. Let's just let him find out for themselves. To uh to figure that out, go over to rankandvile.bandcamp.com. God, I'm so oh. jealous of that fucking name. It's good. God, they also have a fucking sick ass long sleeve. Kind of want, honestly. Mm. Oh, I have my size. I might do that. Nicely done, Donnie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't usually find myself loving a lot of Donnie's Rex, but goddamn, man, you, you know, finally hooked me. Recently, seems to have moved kind of away from uh, Slam. Yeah. Like a, a lot of the ones he's he's sent us recently have been pretty good yeah hey, hey not that the slam was bad i was gonna either. say I, mean, I, I i liked it but you know it ain't for everyone so <sighs> gonna go on to uh onto one of my onto a personal recommendation oh good you did some work yes i did a little bit you did just a little <laughs> you know, tom <laughs> tom just play this <laughs> 
got my attention. Yeah. So that was the track Anadonia off of the album Moments of Suffering from Grief Ritual, which is some really fucking good black and hardcore from the UK. And yeah, it's it fucking hits. Like obviously like like there's other tracks that have more of a more of a hardcore presence to them. Sure. But like it it's always just got this fucking just down depressing feel to it. Yeah, I kind of gathered that <laughs> from that track. <laughs> oh. This was a uh, released again, this was got two October releases and both of them very good. Hmm. Um if you like that, head on over to Grief Ritual, uh, griefritualmusic.bandcamp.com. Nice. Fucking cool. loading up my wish list tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sure. Well, that'll be me. Uh, I'm go go a little straight old school hardcore here. Time, go ahead and roll it. <laughs> That the that the pickup after grief ritual. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, so that was the track "This World" off of uh, the album "Where Kids Don't Play" by On a Solid Rock, uh, out of Finland. And uh, I just noticed as I was lit. See, this is why I gotta stop looking shit up while I'm at work. Uh, this was released in 2002. Oh my god! Yeah, I see. You know how I figured out that there was something off about this was not that I I did notice the date, but you know what I saw first is the fact that on the in the link section of their Bandcamp they have a link to their MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this album you can find on CommitmentRecords.Bandcamp.com. But while that was playing, I did a little searching to find out more about them, uh, and they do have uh, more recent stuff. Um, looks like were these two separate tracks? Yeah, there's two yeah, tracks they're... up that were released in like 2016 on oasr.bandcamp.com. Yeah, so a little, a little more recent. Yeah, yeah, and there may be other stuff out there. Um, I'm gonna have to dig a little bit more and see if I can find it. Uh, it's 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 cool that there's there's definitely that sort of ignite influence to it. Yes, it was mo- like leaning a little bit more to mo- melodic in a sense. Like the vocals were killer. Yeah, and you don't hear a lot of bands taking that approach, um, which is why ignite stands out so much. And it's nice to hear another band uh, that does something kind of similar, but yeah. really still puts their own spin on it. Well, definitely, it definitely has that like like almost like DIY like 
like energetic punk feel definitely because yes it, i mean the, the vocals aren't perfect you know what i mean but that's what's cool about it yeah and i mean that was them in 2002 which yeah. you know uh well, i mean if they've got material from 14 years later i'm i'm really curious what that yeah. sounds like it's, it's just interesting to realize that this came out this came out the year before i started high school and that's kind of fucking me up a little. Like my second year of high school, or or first, or whatever. I was about to say, what the fuck were we doing in two thousand two? Not uh, this. Nah. Yeah. yeah. Not uh, not this. I was still many years away from like getting into this. Anyway, that is on a solid rock out of Finland. Very nice. And that brings us to a segment. It does. Some might say the most important segment. Someday. Some might say the segment. Mm. That would be the brutal bruise. Ooh. We got a, oh. we got a fun one tonight. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, yeah, Phil brought this in. Tom, roll it. Scorpions fucking rule so hard. <laughs> so for anyone who didn't know, that was the track Dynamite off of the 1982 release Blackout, the eighth studio album by Scorpions. God, the eighth? Eighth. Wow. Can you imagine Ooh. being eight albums in and being that fucking good? Oh, man. <laughs> well, it also, it also made me realize like just how long this band has been around. I mean, holy shit. Yeah, they're still out there fucking touring, too. Last I checked. Also, you really just reminded me that I need to just start getting into this band. Because <laughs> I, I keep meaning to, and I know this album is supposed to be really fucking good, but... it Yeah. Damn. Yeah, dude. Scorpions fucking rule. <laughs> well, I've been getting really into Accept lately, so... And Except and Judas Priest have been my shit lately, so I get the feeling that Scorpions will very much Oh, that'll it. round that out very nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. always makes me think of the giant scorpions from Aqua Teen. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I was just watching that show the other night. It's very, Aqu- very drunk. <laughs> Aqua, Teen, Aqua Teen Season 2 is probably my favorite like piece of TV ever. I think. <laughs> it's up there for me, too. But uh, this one, it, it's funny. Like Immediately after you, <laughs> Frank hit up the group chat today and was like, what are we doing? I was like, scorpion. 
Yeah. Let's do Scorpion. <laughs> as soon uh, as you like, I'm sorry, as soon as you post that, I was just like, oh yeah, this was like an album where me and my one buddy, this was like hooligan shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the funny thing about, um, kind of about Scorpions in general, but uh, this album definitely being one of the standouts in, in that respect. Um, it can be hooligan shit. It can also be the shit that you throw on with your uncle at a barbecue. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so good, and it has such an insanely far reach. I, You know what? I just remembered this, actually. I had a guitar teacher when I was in, like, high school, years of college, who uh, he, I remember very distinctly, he had a copy of uh, the Scorpion, of Scorpion's uh, Lonesome Crow album, and it, he had it for like fucking 30 plus years. I was just like, Jesus, like this, he's straight up. And he's like, yeah, he's like, oh yeah, I've had this since I was, and he's like, yeah, I've had this since I was like in my, in my thirties or something. I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like, can you imagine how fucking, can you imagine how fucking old that copy must be? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's understandable to look, man. If you're a big guitar nerd, uh, you need to be listening to Scorpions. Mm-hmm. I'm, sure I'm also looking at the, heard that. I'm also looking at the Wikipedia page for Lonesome Crow, and apparently they had Michael Schenker in that fucking band for that album. Yeah, he was like, on this one too. Holy fuck, that's fucking nuts. Uh, oh no, excuse me, it was Rudolph Schenker. Um, <laughs> good, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, I needed a beer. That would fit exactly that same sort of profile, mm-hmm. where it can be hooligan shit, or you yep. can have it at a barbecue. Yeah, and uh, it's it's easy to think, well, hooligan shit. Maybe you want like the high ABV shit. Mm-mm. Strong disagree. The hooligan types like to drink all fucking night. Yeah, that ain't happening. I don't care how badass you think you are. If you if you grab a six pack of twelve percenters and you down them in an hour and a half, your ass is done. <laughs> yeah, uh, most definitely. I mean, that's why most of those types are are drinking shit like fucking Coors Light because they just want to keep drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I can't drink that garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so I needed something good. Uh, and Harpoon came to the fucking rescue. Oh, yeah. Harpoon, who I don't turn to very often, but every time I do, I'm very pleasantly surprised. Uh, and what we're what we're pairing with this one is Harpoon's Rec League. It is a 3.8. So it's a, it's a real, real easy session, Al. Yeah. I and mean, you can slam the ever-loving fuck out of these things. The, um, I like their description of the cool-down companion. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And the description's perfect. It's exactly that. They say hoppy, hazy, and light. Yep. It is just those three things. And it's it's nice. It's very crisp. I mean, but like in the perfect fucking measurements. Like, yes. Yep. Mm. I, I don't like a lot of hop, and oof, that, I could drink that. Yeah. That easy, it, it, easy drink. It doesn't have that, that overwhelming bitterness. I mean, that, the it's hops It's got a fruity are, smell. Like, the hops are definitely present. Uh, but it's not obnoxious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, that, it's what makes it chuggable. Like, you get a really, like, potently hoppy IPA, and you try to chug it, and, I mean, it's doable, but, like, uh, halfway through, you're going to, like, you, you get that tingly, like, like um, your yeah. mouth doesn't want to do it sort yeah. of feel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, I get it. Look. There some people are exceptions. We happen to be in that group. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, I can relate. Mm-hmm. But I think it just kind of oh. works. Uh, this is so easy to fucking. I God, I wish it was. Th- th- this makes me wish it was spring again. Yeah, I'd be that. outside slamming some of these back. Ooh, that makes me think. Like, yeah, next time. Uh. I do like warm weather camping. I need some of these. Right? Uh now the the beauty of it is they come in a fifteen pack yeah. for twenty bucks. That's not bad at all. No, it's really not. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I'd do it. 
They're nice. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's that's my pairing for tonight. Scorpions Blackout. Harpoons Rec League. I, I guess you'd call it an IPA. It, I guess more of just a pale ale, really. Are we going to, like, does this qualify, I guess, as a light beer? It's also apparently only 120 calories. Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, technically, yeah, I guess this is like a light pale ale. Yeah. Good on them. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of that recently, I think. Because uh, the, probably the biggest draw, the thing that's made the fucking spiked seltzers uh, so fucking successful isn't the flavor, isn't the fucking, it's isn't calories. any of that. It's calories. Fucking women love it because it's 100 calories a can. Uh, so I think to try and combat that, um, a lot of the breweries have been offering their own lower calorie alternatives. I've I've never looked into like, say like a pastry stout. What is like that? Or, like a can. <sighs> um, calorie wise, I think those things usually end up being like two fifty, three hundred calories a piece. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So yeah. if you're drinking like five of them. So if you That's a lot of so if you instantly drink twenty two ounces of a double oatmeal Russian Imperial Stout, that's a lot of calories. Oh yeah, there. that's probably like a fucking you poop, uh, you poop a lot of that out. That's probably like a six hundred calories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's delicious. <laughs> anyway, we got uh, we got we got a couple things to talk about. Mm-hmm. A mishmash. Did um, well okay. So let me. Let me say, I'm, I am super pumped to announce that the Warriors are going to release a new album December 13th. Oh, oh, oh baby. After that little uh, two-track cover, Knocked Loose, did. I, I still need to go back and listen to more uh, oh, Warriors because, like, from what I've heard, I really like it. Um, so let's let's listen to a little bit of their first track. I can't say that that doesn't break my heart a little bit because like War is Hell um, and re- and like the Redux are that, that's like my one of my favorite hardcore albums ever. But you're digging on this, I'll take that. This sounds like they took everything I want would have wanted them to take the angst, the like pseudo rage against the machine hardcore sound, the fucking thrash riffs. Like I'm pumped. Yeah, I was gonna say <clears throat> I'm actually digging the guitar work on this that was pretty fun yeah i mean they, they 
It's not like they stopped and they're picking right back up. There was like a maturation. I mean, it, I'm excited. So you you know you can check that out at purenoise.bandcamp.com, and that's slated for December thirteenth. Um, we don't have that ready to go. Uh, I wrote this. Don't say it. Well, I have to so that Tom feels the pain. Um. I wrote this because I don't know if you guys really want to talk about it, but I'm going to read it off anyway. Uh, Nurgle, Mead Tude, a YMCA. <laughs> and then admitted he lied. What? I, I saw this card in the Trello. And I, <laughs> I, did, I, did, I didn't even research it because I was like, I, so, I want this to be a surprise. Uh, I don't so know anything it, about this. So what exactly did he do? I don't know. Like six months ago, he, he, came, he went and did an interview whining about how he went in the a YMCA to do jumping jacks or some shit. I don't know what <laughs> black metal kids do. <laughs> I mean, whatever, whatever goofy Nurgle shit he does. I don't know what the fuck know, he was like, doing there in the first place, but he was wearing like a Dark Throne shirt and claimed to have gotten kicked out and uh, and victimized for his uh, whatever. I mean, preferences. I'm looking at dude. He's clearly never touched a weight, so I, <laughs> like, he wasn't doing that. Yeah, the dude is a total fucking beanpole. What is he talking well, about? Well, and then it, came, it comes out like last week that he was lying anyway. Oh, fucking course he was. <laughs> yeah, they don't give a fuck. They just want your money. That's what I figured. It's like any other gym on the planet, just kind of expensive yeah. and a little culty I'm, sometimes. Yeah, I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that unless... I'm pretty sure unless he was wearing something that was like, like out and out intentionally offensive, like... Are those stupid cradle of filth shirts that said Jesus is a cunt on the yeah, back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But by the way, if chances are, if no, not even chances are, if I ever saw you wearing one of those, I would, I was spending every second I saw you judging you. To everyone listening, if if you ever wore one of those shirts and I saw you, I was judging you. Yo, it's cringy and dumb. Yeah, it's stupid. It is, it's yeah. not. It's it makes not you clever, look like a f- and it's literally yeah. just. It's not even the message. It's literally just that the word "cunt" is on the shirt. That's why people <laughs> yeah. don't want you wearing it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, don't wear that shit in public. There's like, kids out there. Don't be an ass. Yeah, and about yeah. censorship. I will. Fucking I will be. Uh, I will admit fully. No when shit. I was uh, younger, I had a rose funeral shirt that that had some not pleasant language on it, and yeah, it was being young and stupid. Like, oh, hey, hey, hey. I had a every time I die shirt that said bang your fucking head, but don't be the boomer fuck to walk up to a 17 year old ready to fist fight. Just, yeah, th- I mean, yeah, wear that shit to shows. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I know, but you also don't have to fight little kids because you don't like their shirts. Yeah. I think that's what irritated me when I was younger. <laughs> it's like, look at this fucking adult getting triggered over my shirt. I like, had... you, ever see that, you ever see that photo of the, the old guy holding the kid? <laughs> He's like, and the kid's got a shirt that says like surf on it and he's like lying little shit with your bullshit shirt you've never surfed fuck yeah you and your, <laughs> fuck you and your, i, fuck I you forgot and your about that meme shirt. i love it i remember i only got like People photoshopped all sorts of shit little onto that. bitch you don't so, even listen to the misfits <laughs> like i still i remember while wearing that shirt only one time did someone actually like come up and start saying shit because it, it was an anti-religion shirt and like their response that was at this point I had long, long brown hair and a beard and they're like, I don't know what your problem with Jesus is. You look like Jesus. And I was like, <laughs> What? Pretty good. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You know, you know what? What does that have to do with you know, anything? It's like it's the in, in a weird way, it's always been the opposite for me, especially since I moved here, because for whatever fucking reason, ever since I moved into this little fucking this rural, slightly backwoods little town in West Oregon. I've gotten more compliments on like my band shirts than anything. Like there's, I was at the store today and there's this little, there's this really sweet little old gal, older gal who works there. She's probably in her late fifties. I was wearing my bathory hoodie and she looks at my fucking bathory hoodie. She's like, that's a really cool design. (laughs) She's like, what is it? I'm like, Oh, they're a band from Sweden called bathory. She's like, Oh, that's cool. I like it. I'm like, what? Okay, thanks. And I just walked, I walked out with my fucking pliers and my cat food, and that was that. I'm just uh, yeah. What are you doing with pliers and what cat food. Uh, the, the pliers are for building a rifle, and the cat food is for the. What the fuck do you mean? What do I need with cat food? 
What the fuck else would I be doing with it? Serving your cat cat food with individual food with <laughs> That goddamn it. God damn it. I feel like you were trying to build up a joke there, but you fucked it up. Uh, no, no, it's funny. Yeah, it's, All right. it's fine. Are we done talking about Nerdle? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh fuck fuck that guy and his fucking goofy ass band anyway. <laughs> Dumbass nerd piece of shit. So he is. he's a fucking dweeb. He always has been. <laughs> so earlier this week, uh, Kevin on on Twitter made note of a a recent release. Uh, band goes by the name of To the Grave from Australia. They just released an album at the beginning of the month called Global Warning, and we're gonna listen to a little bit of the song. Uh, I believe it's Wastage. Tom. <laughs> Obviously, I'm uh, definitely in the deathcore variant, but I definitely like the uh, the transitions throughout. Yeah, you know the uh, blackened vocals are very uh, similar to like um, Infinite Annihilators, like black. Mm-hmm. Vo- I, I like that a lot. That was, that was hitting good. Yeah. Uh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> whoops. To uh to get a hold of that, go to to the great. Wait, I'm to the grave AU. Yep. I know. It fucked me up when I looked at it. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. To the Gravu? Yeah, I was was like, what the fuck is that? To the grave AU.bandcamp.com. God damn it. French? To the Gravo. Gravo. To the Gravo. To the Gravo. Oh, boy. Well, we got one more. Uh,. Anyone who's been listening in the past month knows how endlessly fucking amped I've been about this, and it finally happened on Friday along with the release of a new video. Uh, So, of course, I'm talking about the new Lionheart, Mm. their new album, Valley of Death, and uh, this is the most recent video they've released on it. It's called When I Get Out. Obviously, you guys can't see it, but we're still going to play the track for you. Die young and poor Go 
Dude smoking ports outside of court, like fuck. <laughs> uh, they're they're I'm, as unapologetically them as they can possibly I, be. No. Am, am I the only one who was just loving those those, those straight up like crossover riffs in the beginning? Loving oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. It just it reminds me sometimes that like a lot of hardcore is just it's punk and thrash without it's like it's thrash without solos and breakdowns instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. Ta- and I'll take that every day. Yeah. No, you know what? I think it's about time I started listening to more of this band. Cause if it's, if the rest of their shit sounds along the lines of this, probably going to fucking love it. Yeah, man. Um, you know, you either love them or you don't when it comes to Lionheart. Uh, personally, I fucking love them. You know, you know I- what? This, this is fun. You know, I, I get the feeling that there's a lot of. I can respect that if we, this track is any indication. We lost you for a second there. There's a lot of no. what? There, There's a lot of fun and sincerity. And like, if, if that's the case with the rest of their material, you, you know what? I think I'll dig it. I, I respect think, that. I think that's exactly what it is. Um, like, they've always been dudes who have said exactly what the fuck is on their mind. Uh, and there's a lot of criticism for their recycling of lyrics, uh, and you know, oh, the topics are the same. Well, it's what he fucking knows. And I, I, I personally like that, like, he might hey, write gonna, a line. We're going to draw the issue with Lionheart recycling, like. I mean, they do it a lot. I don't fucking care. But I don't need, that's the thing. He writes a, a really good line for something and realizes, Oh, this will fit really well here too. Yeah, fucking go for it. It's great. It builds almost sort of a lore to the band. It's his fucking band. Yeah. <laughs> so, like never mind the fact that makes me think there was a uh, a hard times thing where it was like vegan straight edge band running out of ideas for uh, <laughs> song topics other than being vegan and being straight edge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean yeah. I don't know, man. Eco Strike's been holding up on that for a while. <laughs> Seriously, they're dope though. Um, yeah, they are. But yeah, no, Lionheart, Valley of Death, dude. I was, I, I had been waiting for it. I was waiting for it the night before that. That morning, I fucking grabbed it and listened to it like three times on the way to work. It's been just nonstop. I've been rolling that fucking album, uh, and it's it's gonna keep going for quite a while. So I, I feel like though, anytime I listen to Lionheart. It's that you need to go work out. No, I, I feel like it falls into that category of like those memes where it's like just some person like in nice clothes, like folding laundry. It's like me folding my laundry while listening to songs about criminal activity. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty accurate. Anyway, I think that'll about do it for us here on From the Pit. I remind you once again, you can head over to fthepit.com for all of your From the Pit needs, downloads, all that other fun shit. Patreon.com slash From the Pit. Five bucks a month gets you four bonus episodes, mm-hmm. many yeah. of which we've just recorded. And you'll get to hear Tom on mic. And 90% of the time, yeah. they get uploaded on time. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> 90%, 90%, of the, 90% of the time, 
my episodes do not fuck up in the conversion process. <laughs> and I end up have, I end up finding out four days later when Tom messages me, messages me saying, uh, there's only a minute of your episode up and I have to re-record the whole fucking thing. That only happens like 1% of the time. Uh, 10 bucks a month will get you onto the Discord. You can come and bother me and Mike. Yeah, yeah, I, we will talk to you. Yeah. And I... I, I will do the same thing when I eventually remember to reinstall Discord on my phone. <laughs> Frank? You- yep. <laughs> uh, if you're listening on, on anything at all, please download. You have no idea how much it helps. If you're listening on iTunes, uh, leave us a five star. Yeah, and, and I would even say, if, if you're really digging it, sh- you know, share us on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Share us everywhere. Yeah. Uh, you know. Get the word out. We're, we've been doing this for quite a while, and we intend to keep doing it regardless, but the more people we reach, the the more these bands can get heard. The more people will listen to the Warriors. <laughs> Potentially. That's why, that's why I started this podcast. You know what? I think this really just meant, You know what? I'm just going to go watch the Warriors after we're done. There you go. Yeah. That might that yeah. might be my next step. I've, I've, been, I've been going through. I watched, I watched <clears throat> Creed and Creed 2 in one night. Uh, and then just started down the Rockies, and four is coming up next. And obviously, oh. I'm skipping five and going straight to Rocky Balboa. But I'm gonna <laughs> need something after all that. So, might be the Warriors, oh, dude, dude. The Warriors is like, oh man, like you want to talk about like one of my favorite action movies. Ah, oh, we won't get into it. I just love that fucking movie. Ah, all so, right. So it uh, s- seems that we've arrived at our destination. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies.